a little place, a little place called Aspen. This is the gondola cast with Andrew Wicks. What are we on? Monday, March 2nd? Saturday. Episode 8 of the gondola cast and the street continues. Powder on Monday. The lovely thing about this podcast so far is almost every day has been a powder day and every time I've been out with excellent skiers because if I had to ride slow on these days I don't know if I could be doing this. But uh, my special guest today, we got two, it's the co-chair and chair of the Aspen Next Generation Council, are you guys a council? Commission. Commission. Committee. Legend. Committee. Commission officially. Advisory commission. Advisory yeah, commission. Legend. So the the chair, uh, Morris Hogan, co-chair Leah Fielding. Welcome guys. Thanks for joining me. Thanks. Thanks for having us. And I also have on the chair Alex Goldsmith. <laughs> we got Alex. Camera Fariati. Andy Adelson. Andy Adelson. Look at the ring on that name. <laughs> Double A. Double A. I love it. So. What are we talking as you you put out a um, community survey that you want the 18 to 40 year olds to fill out and what is what's the survey entail what are you guys seeking to discover about the youth we're kind of looking to centralize all the issues and concerns that the 18 to 40 year old demographic has living in Aspen and then kind of take that communication to the council make sure they're pressing the issues that yeah. our demographic sees it's been about three years since the survey like this has been conducted by NextGen Board. Um, so it's just kind of time, and we also wanted to add a couple things to it that were in there in the past. In addition to how we are distributing it, we're looking to get more of the younger 18 to 25 year old, which is generally a more seasonal and, and transient bit of our community. So we're... Bunch of hobos. <laughs> well, yeah, they're out skiing, they're working hard, they're working three jobs, and it's hard for them to, you know, to make time to, to fill up a survey or, or to engage the community, but we really want to know what they think and feel about living here in Aspen. And in addition to that, we want to uh, engage with the Latino community in the Upper Valley area, or those who work um, and live in Aspen. Um, just make sure we're representing everyone's voice as best we can when we're, we're talking to the city and coming up with initiatives, etc. Are either of you young guns living here, Alex? Yeah, yeah. How are you? We're here for the winter. How are you making it work as a winter hobo? Oh, you know, just selling <laughs> weed. <laughs> uh, there you go. Legally or illegally? Legally, legally. Okay. And you, sir? I've bartended at various jobs and uh, lived in a house with 10 guys one year, lived in my car one year, and I'm actually buying a van so I don't have to pay rent. Are you living in the Aspen Running Fork Valley now? Yes, I live in town. You should take our survey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you actually have to do the survey now. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you can you, just hold your phone up. Can I do it right now on this guy? Yeah. Right? yeah. You sure can. Yeah. Totally. And Andy, what's your connection here? Do you live here? You have kids here? Anything like that? I spend the winter here. I live in New York. And I am a hobo. I ski every single day. That's all I do. Well, we're all very jealous, but as you can tell, we're out on a Monday, so we can't complain too much. Morris, I gotta say, I'm, I was super stoked to hear that you were on the board a few years ago. 
um, not to diminish or minimize anyone's work on the board, but I was a little dismayed a few years ago when there wasn't any uh, natives, kids who had been born here and grew up here and went through the school systems that were representing Aspen Next Gen. I kind of felt like there was just a missed piece of representation. And so now, I, I, when I was looking at the roster yesterday, I think you have a few. Yeah, we have myself, Mickey Byrne, who's also the same year as me. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just the two of us are probably the only natives. Yeah. So aside from being on the committee, how do you guys make your living here? Um, I am a public accountant, so tax season right now. So just doing a lot of... What are you doing? How are you getting out on a Monday? <laughs> Man, my taxes need to be done. <laughs> um, I work at Blue Tent, uh, which is down in Elgeville, doing uh, digital marketing, specifically SEO. Um, yeah, a bunch of vacation rental clients. You also do some content for local magazines and such. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a columnist also for Aspen Daily News. Dog column called Rough Life. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I, I read it this week. <laughs> you did. Yeah, funny the adventures your uh, dog gets into with a clap of some thunder or yeah. a bull strike. Yeah, exactly. The editor in chief for Aspen Luxury, right? Also on your committee, Christine. I, I, after looking through that magazine this week, I decide I want that job. Yeah. Yeah, because your editor of 100 real estate ads, right? You get them? <laughs> Plop in. We're good to go, baby. And she's such a good writer, the editor doesn't have to do anything for like <laughs> Leah and the one other column that's in there. As long as you get the the advertising <laughs> materials in for the house, you're good to go. But I know she's a busy lady, has yeah. her uh, hands all over the place. So yeah. yeah. Sorry, Miss Benedetti, I just wanted to poke a little fun at the <laughs> glossy magazines in the valley. <laughs> so what, do you guys think there's anything you're going to discover about the youth population that you don't already know? Um, I don't know if discover is the right word, but I think the re-emphasis on issues might be interesting. You know, I know like a lot of things we're surveying is like housing's a big issue, mm -hmm. and then I think childcare is going to make a make an upcoming because I think a lot of people are starting to have children and they're starting to realize like the deficit of child care facilities in the valley. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, uh, there's, I don't think anything new is going to come come to light, but I think we're going to maybe see a shift yeah. in interests and concerns. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I, yeah. Well, I think a lot of the focus in the past was on uh, kind of immediate peer group, like to get that kind of feedback. And since we are trying to go out and get a a wider range of people involved. I think that we will. I think we might find some different answers. Yeah. I think we did add some some information about um, the entrance to Aspen and traffic in this survey. The bridge. The below bridge. the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> below the bridge. Yeah. What does that mean? We're gonna just blow the bridge. And oh, blow the bridge. You wanna be on the right side? Never, never, <laughs> never. Marol I'm a never Marolter though. I'm a, I'm a never Marolter. I'll be out laying in the field. Nothing's going through that open space on my watch. I mean, that's Guaranteed. One of, that's one of the topics I think as next gen we're going to try to focus on this year. Because yeah. I, I, I mean that bridge is old. And the bridge does something. There's going to be some sort of redevelopment in the next and multiple no years. There, it has, it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's also a safety issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think the city is really fleshed out a great safety plan. If we were to have a uh, like a fire like Lake Christine. Up Valley in Aspen. The Paradise Fires in California. Yeah.
just lock ourselves in here? Well, we could just, I mean, if you had like a mass exodus from the town, it could be like a real issue, you know, like if everybody had to leave at once. Yeah. I know I was talking to some volunteers from Mountain Rescue and they got a call and it was during brush hour and they had to get out of town and they were all just stuck in traffic, you know, like there's, there's no like, yeah. there's no like bus lane all the way into town, which would be great to see. No emergency service out. Exactly. Like you, what you get there, you get stuck, you know, there's, there's no. Yeah. And this time we are power plant today is. Or power line road right now is was actually closed earlier today. Because yeah, it's so because of so snow and some cars will get stuck at the bottom. But anyways, in addition to the the, the bridge and transportation issues and traffic, um, we also I believe we added a new I don't know if it was maybe three years ago it was in there, but this year we, we definitely wanted to focus on just like community workspace too and like how people feel about that and and how you know what their thoughts are and being able to, you know, build a career here and yeah. so, entrepreneurial side. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I think we definitely need to help cultivate that because right. it's, there's very few kind of career oriented jobs, which on one end you don't necessarily want to be stuck in an office all the time, but you know, burning through the restaurants and the service industry all the time can be great money, but say you want to have kids or something, it, it can be hard to expand and that schedule can be constricting. So that's tough. So it'd be interesting to see the feedback you guys get. If people want to fill out the survey, where do they go? Uh, probably the quickest way is to do our social media pages. We have an Instagram, what is it, Next Gen Aspen? Yep. And Facebook as well. Yep. If you don't have those, you can go through the City of Aspen website. Just look under the, com the commissions and there's Next Gen Advisory Council. Link yep. right there. All right. Leah, you, uh, you went to school in Boulder. We met down there. Boston, actually, but I interned. I guess we just met in Boulder. Boulder. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. where did you so grow up? I grew up in New Jersey. Grew up in New Jersey. Yeah. All right. And you've been in Aspen a decade or so? Almost a decade. This is my ninth season. So yeah. What what inspired <laughs> you to get involved with Next Gen and, and with Aspen? Um, well, I think personally I've always had a like a, an interest in government and how things run and logistics of the community. Um, and also I just you know, I felt like there was some ways that I could uh, lend my my marketing and communication services to, to representing my demographic. Um, yeah, and getting some shit done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> seems like you guys language. have a crew a crew to get it done. Yeah. Absolutely. Because obviously we're skiing on a Monday, so hopefully you have the right work-life balance energizes you guys to to get stuff done. You can't see. A damn thing up here. Where, where, where do you guys want to go? Where are we going? What's skiing well? Is anyone taking any laps up here yet? All oh, the steeps are pretty yeah. awesome. The back of uh, both sides of Bell are great. I came down Silver Queen Ridge and the dumps fire. What'd you do? Oh, I just got us to Silver Queen dumps Silver Queen Ridge. Yeah, well. Face to six. Warm it up. Yeah. We gotta go down. We gotta. We got a surprise guest. We were supposed to meet at ten. So I, I wrote them and said around 10:10. So we'll be. I think we'll be a, a T to B. Let's do. Are we about to do the bridge all the way down? Yeah. Well, we'll let we'll let we'll follow the lady. Someone called me out and said seven episodes you haven't had a female, and that wasn't that wasn't even uh, planned. I had females in the schedule. Scheduling just didn't work out. And sometime, somehow every time we got on the gondola. The randoms, like you gentlemen, were gentlemen. 
And so this is not something planned, but the inaugural, the, inaugural, the queen of the gondola cast. <laughs> I think Leah Fielding gets to gets to decide. We got to give a shout out to uh, a new committee member of yours, Stephanie Jenga, who uh, unfortunately snow days are great for kids and suck for adults. She had to do the whole nanny thing when school was called off. So. Uh, that's why there's so many kids. Do you got to get back to uh, slang and weed later today, Alex? Oh no, we got the day off today. Yeah, hey, I just ran out of weed. Where can I? How can I get some from you? Yeah, yeah, you gotta come to Euflora, man. Best weed Flora. in town. Hook it up for the locals. Oh yeah. We're by City Market, you know. Get your groceries, oh, yeah. get your yeah, weed, go to the garage shop, get your liquor, one-stop shop. Wow, yeah, that is a good spot. That's a great location. Well, it's nice to have the type of freedoms we do here in Aspen, Colorado. And uh, we're riding the gondola with Leah Fielding and Morris Hogan. Cruising around with a couple other new friends. Nice to meet you guys. Hope you enjoy the uh, winter of hobo skiing and then whatever you do back in New York. Play golf. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> Alright, let's burn a lap. Leah, you're the leader. Sounds good. Signing off. Yeah. Mondays are the best. Again, here round two with Aspen Next Gen Committee Chair and Co-Chair. Morris Hogan, Leah Fielding. Told you guys I'd have a special guest waiting at the gondola at 10. Who do we have? Drum roll ding. The mayor of the city of Aspen. Tori, welcome to the gondola cast. Well, thank you. I'm one run down, but I'm going to catch up to you in a little bit. That was my plan. I wanted to do one with these guys, have them uh, kind of jump on you, and then let them eat their words on the second ride. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They had nothing but good things to say. We got a, we got a hitchhiker on this ride, too. Who do we have here, sir? Czar. Uh, Czar. The Czar of Russia. Yeah. Czar of the manly man. Zahara, the manly man. I take it you're okay being recorded right now? Yes. And if not, I'll sign the form. I'll go for it anyway. <laughs> Mayor Tori, yes, sir. you get to ski on Mondays? Uh, no, not necessarily. Mondays are a day that I get over to the office. I have office hours that start at noon, so typically I'm over there by 9.30 or 10 o'clock. Yep. Nice. So Mondays are not typically my ski day. However, Mondays are traditionally a great powder day. So if I get up here at 9 and get one run, I'm happy. It is the day. It is. Uh, so I think we can count, you can count this as Mondays with the Mayor, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, this is part of Mondays with the Mayor. We're recording. It's Mondays with the Mayor. How's that web series been going for you? Pretty good. You know, uh, I have some help doing it, uh, producing it and stuff. Not that I should need help, but I do. Um, so we've missed a couple days, but uh, it's been great. It's been great just to put that outreach out there, let people know that I'm accessible. Again, office hours 12 to 2 every Monday, so people can just stop by. But calling me is easy, 920-5199, uh, and email me is even easier, Tori, at cityofaspen.com. Boom. When when I asked for your email from Skippy, he spelled it wrong, so I, I, the email didn't go to the right place at first. <laughs> no comment? No comment. <laughs> Love you, Skippy. Yeah. Um, how is the relationship with this next-gen committee since you've taken over as mayor? Uh, I think it's great. I've attended a few of their meetings. I'm, you know, kind of trying to stay in touch and maybe help them as much as I can help them. Uh, 
new leadership over there on their board, um, which which is great because it just builds on the energy that's been going on there. So right now, I think Next Gen is moving in a great direction uh, for themselves and for the community. Right on. Well, you've been you've been in the valley about 25, 20, 26 years, over twenty five like years. Yep. Um, on city council a number of times. Two terms, two, two. separated terms, so eight years. So yeah. how how is this role different for you? Uh, it's much more of a team leader position. You know, my, my job now is uh, to really take the, the best of what we've got for input and put it together and uh, try to make sense of it on behalf of all of us. Um, as opposed to as a council member, you really may be just trying to fight a little bit harder for your voice to be in there and, and uh, working towards some of the issues that are important to you as opposed to um, overseeing maybe all of the issues that are important to all of us. Yep. Zara, are you a local Aspenite? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I live in the uh, San Francisco area in Orinda. Ooh, Orinda. Yeah. Beautiful. We, we were supposed to be in Tahoe this weekend, but no snow, so I <laughs> come to Aspen. You well, know, welcome. Where, it's, where it is. Right on. Thanks for joining us on this ride. Uh, today, a col my, my new least favorite columnist in the Times uh, wrote kind of criticizing council's vision, right? So to just take her words, what do you feel, what is yours and the council's vision for the next five years, the next 20 years? Well, let, let, let me back up a little bit. I, I read the article as well, or skimmed through it as much as I could. Um, uh, you know, when we got seated, we were seated last June 10th. And when we got into office, um, one of the first realizations that I had was that the city of Aspen has had no mission statement, has had no vision statement, has had no long-term plan, and then on top of that, did not have a city manager evaluation and review process. That was eight months ago. We are this week considering a mission statement we are working on a vision statement. We are working that towards a long-range plan. So I'm very excited about what I've brought to this and what this council is bringing to this. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we have recognized the same thing, maybe that she was iterating. Uh, and I, I took a lot of what, what, you know, when people refer to council, it's not just us. It's past councils. There's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that, that is in motion that has been in place. Uh, you know, there's uh, systemic procedures that, that we need to make better. And that's that's why I got elected. And that's why I'm here. And that's what we're working on. Beauty. Morris and Leah, would, would you ever consider joining a, a city council? Yeah, I would. Maybe not immediately, but in the future, yeah, I would. You're learning yeah. the process and yeah. how daunting it can be. I mean, it's it's a lot of work. It's a yeah. lot. And I think this is a, being on Next Gen is a great opportunity to view that from a more of an internal perspective versus, you know, just reading about what council does in the newspaper and occasionally showing up at events. And, yeah, I think it's, it's possible. Yeah, echoing Leah's comments, I think. Very interested. I just don't know if now is the time, or even in the short range. I think, sure. I think as you know, as you get older, you get wiser. I just wouldn't feel necessarily ready at this yeah. time to be part of that team. But in the future, yeah. definitely consider. Well, speaking of housing, I know you you and the girlfriend put in for uh, the lottery. Yeah. And any word or how's that going? Um, how's it looking for you? We're like three hundred deep on the wait list. So. Oh, oh not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's just you gotta play the, put some skin in the game, play the game, 
And so this lumberyard project would potentially be housing a thousand total people. Is that a it's, is that a correct number? It's potential. It's yeah. potential. I mean, uh, the numbers that have been put forth to us currently are not maybe that many, um, but we have a work session on it tonight, so we're going to have that density talk tonight. Yeah, cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, are the, the current developers are kind of pushing for more of a low-density scenario, correct? The current developers are just the city of Aspen that is doing outreach, so there's nobody that is overseeing it and saying that we would want lower density. Yeah. Um, I am very concerned about density out there, though. You know, I see the ABC as having a capacity. Mm -hmm. um, we're, you've got CMC is looking for expansion. You've got uh, of, of about 100 and something student types uh, housing units. You've got the fire department, which is wanting to build housing on their property out there. You've already got North 40 out there. You've got the redevelopment of the airport potentially coming our way. So I do have concerns about what that area should and could hold, mm -hmm. um, but I'm more interested in having that density conversation this evening and, yeah. and seeing seeing what we can get out of it. You know, I think there's a couple of creative ideas. For example, I'm willing to reduce parking in order to get more housing. I, I would be willing to enter into those kind of agreements that limit people's ability to have a car at their house and stuff. So. Uh, that along with some of the open space that's planned out there, maybe there's opportunities for rooftop gardens and decks and stuff like that, um, and utilize some of that ground area for more housing. So again, that discussion is going to happen tonight. So taking the lumber yard away from the ABC, with all the construction that happens here, that's putting a lot more trucks going down to Carbondale or further and back, right? Yeah, we do have a big discussion about what that construction yard means to uh, the people that do business here in Aspen. That's something that we're definitely going to be considering a bit. You know, as these plans have been moving forward, that's been falling further and further away from the goals of what's going on out there. So I don't know that we have a solution for replacement right now. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, just to chime in on that. I think it is kind of a concern because a lot of people who do utilize the lumber yard don't necessarily have a say in the Aspen area. I mean, I like a lot of contractors are the ones commuting up from down valley and they're not going to be the ones participating necessarily in like the city boat yeah. and they're going to be the ones who are most affected by the removal of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I, th I think just like on like the whim, you know, if like a contractor just needs a couple two by fours, it's going to really change their whole day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their whole week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'll change a lot. That's an interesting balance to, to consider there. Um, one thing we talked about with Skippy right here on this gondola was about getting creative with housing. Yeah, we need to build a, some more housing units, but, you know, what can we do to incentivize people that do have housing to look at creative methods to, to plug local people in? The West End. Like the, like the <laughs> West End. I mean, take any neighborhood. Yeah. You know, the West End's a prime example. But what can we do to what can we do to really bring people together and find unique connections to find things that people need just to get them in the house? And I think Skippy put it succinctly. He said, uh, "We have a housing problem. We don't have a house problem." Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think with this group of people, it's like what how much public policy can affect like open market housing in that sort of scenario. And I think like if you were wanting to increase rental units like in the West End for example like a vacant occupancy tax is like something that could be instituted yeah. and but like would that incentivize those individuals who have ADU to rent their property or would they just pay the tax you, know, mm -hmm. like, then, you don't know yeah. or what, what about possible incentives to to build new ADUs we we just built a CDU in Meadowood we're almost done um, but for example and I, I get it, it takes a lot of infrastructure 
we spend over 30 grand on our water and sanitation taps and stuff like that. Um, do you think the city has a kind of budget to release some of that tension and, and let people build and kind of reduce the cost a little bit? On the ADU front, yeah. um, you know, that's a program that has been tried and failed here in Aspen. Uh, I could be wrong about this, but I believe that there are state statutes that pro uh, limit our ability to enforce. So it would be a completely voluntary system. Um, we are not seeing any luck with that voluntary system right now. Yeah. Because short-term rentals. Well, yeah, not even that. I mean, you just said people in Aspen don't have the need to rent their second homes. Yeah. Yeah, really or that. Or they, <laughs> they want revenue. Yeah. That's and I think that's why it'd have to be some really clever way where you get people who have who can build relationships and there's trust. You don't yeah. want to just rent to you know the new ski bums of the year who are going to be gone six months later. Well, you turn it over to Apsha, you know, and you have everyone through that program. But then at the same time, like, does Apsha have the bandwidth to start managing that sort of program? Like, yeah, not likely. And Leah, where do you live? How are you making it work? I live in Truscott. You live in Truscott. Yeah. So you got employee housing there at Truscott. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you? I got really lucky, actually. Yeah. Um, I just happened to go on the website, and I needed to leave the place I was living, and I got—I just got lucky, and I am—I know it. And every day, I, I'm like—I—I I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nice, Tori. I've been sharing some of my first memories of people on the gondola last week. Shared with Alex a memory of him in first grade, <laughs> and uh, one of my first memories with you was taking a tennis lesson with a good buddy, Glenn Engelman. And Glenn Engelman was a pretty good tennis star, but we liked having fun. And I'll never forget the sound. He went, he went for a serve when we were doing a lesson with you. He went for just some kooky serve. And he swung the racket so hard and through his swing that it came down angled perfectly on his shin. <laughs> and the noise that this crack made. Like a home run being hit. Like a home run being hit. And I was like, what is that noise? And within seconds, he had a goose egg on his shin the size of a tennis ball. That's true. I remember that. Um, <laughs> I remember you from the tennis court as well. I'm trying to think how old that was. I mean, that was single digits for you. I, admit, I uh, think so. Maybe young teens or uh, something like that. Anyway, yeah, goes back a long time on the tennis court. That's, a, that's how I meet a lot of... Uh, the longtime friends that I have here, especially the kids that have grown up here. I mean, it's so nice to um, have taught tennis in this community and with the high school and stuff. And now, you know, I have such great friends that are that have grown up here and that are back here and live here, you know, whether 20s, 30s, 40s. It's awesome. Well, I think you guys can just uh, skip the town council meeting tonight. We just covered it all. We and fixed it. Fixed. <laughs> well, fixed. We'll send it over to your, your cohorts and well, call we it good. Let's put out a quick warning, though. If you own a second home in Aspen, we're going to be asking you to put people up. Let's do it. <laughs> Contact me. I got I got the friends. We'll, we'll plug them in. Yeah, yeah we have... We have the waiting list. Well, Tori, you're, you're our uh, second guest here. Six inches of powder, just a heads up, there is a crust from the heat we had. Where are we skiing? Uh, let's see, I probably would go uh, down Bell, probably to, I think, Face. I didn't see what the wind was blowing last night, but probably Face of Bell and then down. We're meeting back at the bucket, right? Let's do a bucket. Okay. Yep. Checking out with uh, Mayor Tori, Leah Fielding, Morris Hogan. And the czar of all men, my man, enjoy your time in Aspen. Thanks, brother. You don't need to go to Tahoe. <laughs>
Alright, run three here on the gondola cast number eight. We've ditched the next geners. I'm here with Mayor Tory of the city of Aspen. We lost each other up top. It was so foggy. <laughs> I went and followed the first snowboarder looked like you and it wasn't you. Yeah. So glad we could link up at the bottom. Oh, well, what do they say? No friends on a powder podcast? I guess. <laughs> so. No mayors on a powder day. Um, hey, thanks very much for even getting me up here and getting me on the gondola this morning. Like we were saying in the last segment, uh, normally on a Monday, I could be in the office by now. So yeah. this is a great diversion and that was fantastic snow. It was pretty fun, huh? Where did, where did you go? I went face a bell. Okay, yeah, it was yeah, good. It was great. It was really nice. Still wide open over there. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be the first snowboarding mayor in Aspen history. I think you're right about that. <laughs> we need to get you a plaque or something. Because <laughs> oh, when you moved here, snowboarding wasn't allowed on Ajax. It's true. That's right. Free Ajax, remember? Yeah. Uh, no, instead of a plaque, let's get me some skis. I kind of want to get back on some skis. No, then you're not the, ma the snowboarding I, mayor. I'm still snowboarding, <laughs> okay, man. I'm still right. snowboarding. We got a couple hitchhikers on this ride. Gentlemen, how's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good. And you? Good morning. Doing well. Looking forward to getting down the hill today. Yeah, first run? First run today. A little lazy morning? Working. Working. Oh. Monday. Good mix, good mix. There you go. And you? Aspen. That's it. Having a good time on a powder day. Having a good time. Any uh, any locals here? No, from Scotland. Scotland! I live in Elgebel. Live in Elgebel? Yeah. All right. And you, sir? A little island on the east coast called New York. Ooh, heard of that. Very nice. Uh, what is your favorite whiskey distillery in Scotland? Very small one called No Can Do. No Can Do. Yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> it is called No Can Do. No Can Do. Yep. Can you get it in the States? Yeah, uh, yeah K N O C K? K N O. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No you Can Do is it? Yeah, it's in it's yeah. in town. I I have a liquor store and somehow I've, I've missed that one. I'll, I'm gonna look you it up today that. just for you, my friend. <laughs> Tori, you uh, fancy yourself uh, Scotch whiskey? Uh, I don't really. No, no. no. Uh, that's at the other end of the spectrum for me. Um, that would be an extreme nightcap. Uh, that it, no, my cap's already on by then. Yeah, yeah. You're already in bed. Yeah. By the time you're thinking of Scotch yeah. whiskey. No. All right. I'm feeling young for Scotch whiskey yet. No, no, <laughs> never. Never too young for Scotch whiskey. Well, so what? What kind of stuff you got going on today? We know you got the the meeting talking about the size and the zoning yeah. of the tree farm. Yeah. Today's a lumberyard discussion. Uh, tomorrow is. Uh, transportation update lumberyard not tree farm that's down near you yeah right uh our lumberyard housing project is tonight that's the discussion that we're having tomorrow is the transportation update and really what that means is we've got a lot going on with new initiatives and trying to get some uh better transit up and down the valley we've also got the airport redevelopment that's going to be coming into that mix uh, we're looking at um, the brush creek park and ride formerly known as the intercept lot as uh, maybe handling some more capacity, things like that. So uh, just trying to move forward with transportation initiatives. And that's our that's our week this week. Okay. You know, there's a lot of big topics that the papers and everyone's always covering: housing, yeah. childcare, the entrance. What are some of the things that are flying under the radar that you feel are pretty important that we don't that we're not covering as much? Uh, well, things that we're embarking on, you know, are things that aren't getting covered as much. The news mostly reports what's happened, not what's happening. Uh, so, uh, you know, I would say uh, local business. We're looking at the local business and how to support locals, and that means both locally owned and locally serving businesses. Uh, senior, senior care and senior solutions for our valley. Uh, I guess a big one is probably community building, community connectivity. Uh, that's really high on this council's priority list. 
Um, and then, of course, environmental initiatives that are ongoing, continuing to go, like the Building IQ program, looking to green up some of our buildings. Uh, and we are embarking on a more comprehensive waste, recycling, and compost program for the city of Aspen. That's awesome. I really feel like we're so far behind on composting. We are. And it's killing me. And, you know, whatever you can get done to kind of get those initiatives going. Um, I've been trying to harp snow mass a little bit to get on it, but it's a little different as they are the one pickup and provider of waste services for the right. village. Right. But, you know, I feel like composting is huge because not only are we reducing waste, not only are we reducing emissions, but once you start composting, you also start thinking in a whole different way about what you're using, what you're wasting, and where stuff goes. So it's like, it's this immense catalyst for improving behavior. I, I agree 100%. And just to dovetail on that a little bit, you know, ever since I instituted composting in my own home, here's what I've seen, right? So I went from, let's say, I went from one garbage can getting everything in it. Um, and that's a while ago for me. But then I go to recycling, and now my trash and my recycling are about 50-50. Uh, ever since I put composting uh, actively into my household, I, I compost way more than I recycle or throw out trash. So now I compost uh, once a week because that's the, the volume that I have. I recycle probably once every week and a half or so, and I throw out litter, litter trash that goes to the landfill every two or three weeks potentially there's so little that goes into the landfill from my household now so i really encourage everybody to kind of get on that bandwagon and i do agree with you it'll change the whole way that you think about what you do in life yeah and maybe shout out there's a few providers but evergreen services pro probably maybe doing your compost yep um if you're looking to do compost in the valley reach out to Alyssa and her hubby at evergreen they're doing an awesome job if you have events they'll take care of your waste solutions so I'm a big fan of that group right there, kind of uh, a big player in making changes here in Aspen. The other thing that's so hard for me is going into the grocery store or whatever. If you just want some berries, you know, to stay healthy, get your antioxidants, everything is packaged. And I'm, I'm thinking there's someone in charge of packaging at every single one of these companies and they know what's happening, but margins are holding us back. But this is exactly what you're talking about. The first step is to is to have some consumer power and flexing our muscle, right? So when we start telling the distributors that we don't want their plastic packaging, that's where we're going. People all the time are wonder about the effectiveness of recycling and the effectiveness of... Con what we're talking about is shifting the entire dynamic. We're talking about getting these products out of our waste stream completely. So it's through these actions that we will eventually get to be eliminating some of that packaging that you're talking about. Speaking of, Mr. New York, plastic bags being banned in the state? Great idea. Great idea. Great idea. I think if we all do a little, we can save a lot. Uh, my company's trying really hard to uh, to cut back on our single-use plastics, and it's kind of a, a big campaign that, that we, um, we've been working with. I'm in the yachting business, and yeah. um, we collect... Similar to Aspen in a way? Yeah, very similar. And um, a lot of the boats now... Um, are, are really doing a big job in cutting back on single-use plastics. Yeah, okay. What kind of initiatives are you enjoying in Scotland? I re really, where, where I work, I work all over the world, and I see different initiatives everywhere. And I think the best initiatives are the ones that people take up individually. So, like Mr. Mayor has been saying here, if people are driving, 
the force in the markets, what you're buying, if you refuse to buy things wrapped in plastic, if you refuse to drive too far to get to your grocery store, um, then this all makes a big difference. Yeah. It, it has to be the market that drives it. And what line of work are you in? I, I'm in yachting as well. Uh, oh, you guys are like the yachting brothers, just connecting in Aspen for a, oh yeah. a business same, trip? We've got the same clientele as Aspen. So. Yeah. And so you guys work together, or we just happen to have two uh, two yachters. The, the yachting I, I run a yacht directly. I'm yeah. Captain of a, of a big super yacht, and Robert here sitting beside me is our uh, our charter manager. Okay. Chartering, finding good clients for the yacht. Very cool. And so that's probably a big task, kind of figuring out how to how to reduce what goes on and off the boat, um, reusing items. What's kind of what's blown your mind the most out of? simple solution so far yachting is probably further ahead of, of uh, most luxury um, travel venues um, because it's mandatory um, all of the rubbish on a yacht has to be separated um, composting um, all the plastic is separated the glass is separated um, when when you take it ashore there has to be designated places there's actual reports that um, have to be made and the ship has to uh, has a designated shore person that they have to hand these reports into so it's it's not just really something that's elective it's it's actually required okay well if you want two volunteers to come review your services Tori and I are I think we're ready to go whenever. We're ready whenever. I'll get the uh, I'll get the checkboard out. And we'll just kind of yeah. make sure you guys are doing the due diligence. Yeah, I would I would also say uh, on that that same thing. I, you know, I'm a I'm a sailor for recreation. That's that's how I spend uh, most of my off seasons. And um, you know, there's another reason for that is that uh, e efficiency and effectiveness. You know, when you're on a boat, when you're on a yacht, when you're sailing, uh, everything matters. Efficiency is is a primary concern. So um, you know, it's really just I would say best practices. But anyway, we can bring those best practices on land, and we can bring them right here to Aspen. Speaking of sorting, we're there had been talks and discussions with the Pink County Landfill about requiring builders to sort their waste. Where does that stand? Do you know? Yeah, construction waste is a huge issue for us in our landfill here. Uh, right now, the county is moving ahead with some initiatives on their on their behalf. Uh, in the city limits, we're having a difficulty um, really instituting those changes. So we could, for example, legislate that we have construction uh, breakdown and separation, uh, but the truth is that in most of our construction zones, we don't really have the area or facility to effectively do that so it would be essentially putting in laws that we can't really facilitate making happen that's something we don't want to do so we're still reviewing it finding out how we can kind of time that up we are working with the construction uh industry and representatives to figure out how we can get to that okay i think you know after doing a project ourselves as i said on the last ride i i feel terribly about the waste we produced just to build a thousand square feet and it was my first time ever building something, and as someone who feels aware of these issues, every day I go out and look at the dumpster, it just kind of pulls on my heartstrings a little bit. Um, so I don't want to be the person who says, okay, my project's done, now let's force everyone <laughs> to separate waste, but I do want to be that person too. And, and you should, you know, hey, just even by what you do, uh, you know, getting your word out, you, you know, you're a very uh, educated and knowledgeable person, so it is exactly people like you that learn from their experience that make changes going forward so i encourage you to keep doing that cool 
Well, I don't care what any ant says. I'm, I'm sensing a mayor with a vision. It's a green future here in Aspen. And, um, you know, I've always thought the perseverance you've had to, to run six times and, and, you know, get it. Congratulations. It's Thank fantastic. You. I think anyone that's going to put themselves through that six times is someone who has the best interests at heart. So definitely happy to support you and uh, look forward to the rest of the term. You know, keep working hard, push these guys. Let's let's make the hard decisions. Um, seem I think Aspen is a great place. I'm here for the long haul, and it seems like you are too. You better believe it, man. I, Andrew, thank you again. Powder Podcast, Gondola Cast. This is fantastic. I had a great day with you. We're gonna make some more turns, though. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's take All another right. one. All right. Thanks to the captain over here, Mr. Scotland, our other uh, New York yachting friend, and Mr. Quiet Elgebel over here. Yeah. Um, tuning out of the Gondola Cast episode 8. Let's get some more power turns in, Tori. Thank you, Andrew. Have a great day. Whoop!